Welcome to the Relisha Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. Join me as we chat about mindset, consciousness, and turning up your potency so you can get clear on your divine mission here on earth. I'm a spiritual empowerment coach. I use intuition, mediumship, and life coaching with my clients so they can create the life they truly desire. I believe we are here to be wealthy and healthy. If you desire more of this in your life, then this is the podcast for you. My mission is to share my knowledge of entity clearing, shifting limiting beliefs, and becoming more conscious within our bodies and minds so we can fulfill our life's purpose. I will be bringing you weekly podcasts with interviews, solos, and pre-recorded juicy lives from my socials. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and if you do, I would love you to please follow me here and find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find a heap of free inspiration and information to shift the energy and grow abundance. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to my very first podcast. Thank you for being here. I am delighted to be here and I'm even more delighted that you're here listening to this. I am Victoria Bond. I'm a mother of two beautiful children, a little boy and a little girl, and I have an incredible husband. I actually have an incredible life. I have created my life the way that I desire and every single day I recreate it. Every single day I destroy and uncreate the day from before And I say, how can I make tomorrow better? What do I require to be to create more change and contribution in the world? What would it take for me to have more fun, more joy, more love, more gratitude than I did yesterday? Now, I haven't always been like this. So I'm going to start off a little bit with my story since this is my first podcast. And I just want to say, you know, this is something I never thought would be possible in my reality, doing a podcast. I am slightly dyslexic, so I get my words backwards sometimes, as you may pick up. And that's really been my driving force because I failed at school and I never passed any exams. I was a hairdresser for 20 years and I did actually pass that because I was super, super, super interested in it. So one thing I do have is I have a very strong drive and a very high action when I am interested in something. So the podcast, I'm very interested in this and I am going to do my very, very best to bring you the knowledge that I have learned and integrated in my life to transform myself into more of who I am. This is not about transforming you to be someone else, but it's really about being okay with the older version of you and then bringing in the higher kind of consciousness, the higher self of you and bringing it together to making this beautiful you. (laughs) Okay, so a little bit about me. Basically, guys, I'm going to get straight to the grit. About four and a half years ago, I was so, so depressed. I know this story is probably quite familiar with entrepreneurs and spiritual coaches, and it maybe resonate with you as well, but I was so depressed that I didn't want to get out of bed. I did, of course. I had a business. I had two children. I had a husband. I had a household. I had friends and family. I had a life. But the truth was when my child, my youngest child was born, I spiraled into a deep, deep depression 
you may call it postnatal depression. I like to call it a spiritual awakening. Um, that's the other the kind of silver lining of what it, what happened to me, and that's what I kind of like to say because I see this in so many other people, and this is what's inspired me to transform my life. I went through a whole lot of stuff, and I see other people going through the same thing. I couldn't get out of bed. But not only that, I couldn't even drive my child to daycare. I couldn't even look after my kids. I did when they were with me, of course, to the best of my ability. But when they went with me, I was in bed and or I was working as a hairdresser. And I put all of my energy into that. I put so much energy into whatever I was doing that I was fatigued for the rest of the time. So if I wasn't working, if I wasn't with my children, I was in bed and to stay awake, I was drinking coffee to calm down at night. I was drinking wine. I was eating chips in between because I wanted the salt. I was eating bread, you know, just anything that would kind of fill me up to keep me going. Sugar, 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 sugar. And my body, it was just this empty kind of shell. My soul felt like it was nowhere near me and my spirit was just depleted. And this was a girl that always had so much get up and go. She believed in love. She believed in humanity and peace and joy. And here I was, basically, with two beautiful, perfect children who had a lot of sleeping problems, by the way. So <laughs> that was half of why I was so exhausted. And I couldn't enjoy them. I didn't know if I even loved my husband. I knew it was there somewhere, but I couldn't love myself. So how could I love him? I didn't even know how I felt about my children. I knew that they were the only thing keeping me alive. So what was I going to do? So I went to the doctor and I said, hey, please give me some drugs. Please give me something so I can actually function because I've got these lows and I'm feeling tired because my kids have not slept for years and all of this type of stuff. And the doctor said, you know what, go get your hair done and go for a walk on the beach. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a hairdresser. I kind of, you know, this shows me how well my doctor knows me. And for a walk on the beach, you really think a good night's sleep and a walk on the beach is going to heal this. You know, I was fighting with my husband. I was fighting. I was yelling. I was going, dude, I want to jump. I don't want to do this anymore. And he was obviously getting, you know, really angry because he was saying, I can't help you. And here I am doing everything. He was going to work. He was coming home. He was doing the dinner and looking after the children because I was so exhausted. And then I'd have to go get dressed up and go to work because I had my own salon downstairs. And I loved working. It was one of the things I felt like kept me going. But at the same time, it was the only thing I put my energy into. So that's where I was at, just to give you a little bit of an indication. And then what actually happened was spirit. I started seeing spirit. I started hearing spirit. I had massive amounts of mind chatter because I never slept. Even when my children did start sleeping, I didn't. I lay there at night going, zzz, zzz, like it was like static in my ear. My ears were constantly popping. I thought I had to go and get them syringed out, but now I know it was spirit. And um, I'm from this kind of long line of, I suppose, gifted like mediums and stuff, but also very strong Catholic Catholics down that line. So what, what that actually means was you were religious, but you were gifted. So you had to hide your giftedness. <laughs> so there was a, it was a very taboo kind of subject and no one understood me. So 
I've got all this stuff coming in and I'm perceiving all these spirits, but I also had a lot of dark stuff because my frequency was so low. I was getting spiritually attacked in the night. I was getting attacked where I was waking up and freaking out if I did finally drift off to sleep. So it was just a cycle of toxic drama. The voices in my head were bad, like you don't want to live. You don't want to be here. You're a useless mum. Look at your body. What are you doing? You're a fraud. You're a fake. And then on the other half of these voices were like, you're pure love. You can do this. You've got a purpose. You've got these children. Why would have you had these children if you weren't meant to live? And I had all of these, it's kind of like the little devil and the angel on each side, you know, and that was the voice I listened to. So I started praying with my Catholic background. I was saying that our father, the Hail Mary, I started asking for help because I knew the humans, they weren't helping me. You know, friends can only do so much. The doctor certainly wasn't helping. My family could only do so much. My sisters didn't understand me. I had pushed every single person away from me or I made sure that they were at arm's length because I didn't want people to know that I was failing. I didn't want people to know that I wasn't happy. I wanted people to think that I was amazing and I was coping and I was this amazing over-functioning mother who had her own business and had all these dreams and hopes and she was going to be successful. But that's where it was the lie because I wasn't matching that internally. Internally, I had a sinking feeling right down into my gut. I had a dread of waking up and every time my baby cried in the night, I was like, oh my God, no, no. Oh my God, is my baby going to eat? At one stage when my son was seven months old, I couldn't even feed him food because I was so petrified that I was going to kill him. I was so petrified that he was going to choke on the food I gave him. So I actually had to be sent away to a place called um, Mothercraft where nurses looked after you and your child for four nights so you could sleep and they could feed your child and get them on solids and, and, and help you. And I realized so much stuff. So basically going through that process and seeing other mothers do that as well was my inspiration to change my entire life. I cried the whole way home, which was about five hours. And I realized that how bad I had gotten. And I had realized how I'd had nobody around me because I wouldn't let anybody in. And that is where what I want to touch base on today is about receiving and releasing and perceiving, which are my three pillars that I put everything off. The other thing is I never knew how to use a computer. I never, I was petrified of computers, by the way. I had no idea, like even how to forward an email. The first time I started trying to put myself out there was hilarious because I just didn't know what I was doing. And it was, it was just bad. It was so bad. So I've come a long, long way. And now my whole mission is to help other people that may have experienced something similar or people, maybe not even to that extent. Maybe they are just requiring, they've got something empty or they've got that kind of sinking feeling in their gut. They want to change and shift. So my three pillars, the releasing, perceiving and receiving, we do all these trainings on those. And if you implement that stuff, your life completely and utterly will change. I wasn't willing to receive help. I wasn't willing to receive advice I wasn't willing to receive from the beauty of the world. I wasn't willing to receive from my husband or my children. 
and I, I really don't like saying that, but I wasn't willing to receive the love from them like I do now. Now they are five and seven, and every day I look at them as well as saying, oh, I'm so grateful for today, and what can I contribute, and who can contribute to me, and what can I create, as well as being literally happy, which I don't think I've ever been this happy in my life, and it's a real beautiful, humble happy. I also look at my kids and I say to them, how did I get so lucky to get you? You are amazing. You are perfect and potent and powerful, and I adore you. And what could we create today? What else is possible? And, you know, we can call that conscious parenting or we can just call that being ourselves. It doesn't really matter. I'm not really into the labels. Sometimes labels are important so that we can have an understanding of what we're going through. So then we can shift it and change it. And so that whatever we're going through doesn't have that power over us anymore. So what happened? Well, I decided um, I actually bought into a funnel. I got sucked into a funnel and I created a summit. Didn't know what a summit was, but I spent $3,000. It was my first investment. It was a lot of money. And I was like, since I've just spent all of this money, which was so much. And I said to my husband, I need something. So I said, look, I'll pay it off with my hairdressing money. Just please let me do it. Please let me do it. I think I may have even borrowed some money off my baby. Like I, I just was like, I'll borrow the money out of the bank account. I'll it. I need this. So I followed the energy and I'm glad I did. It did not give me what I thought it would, but it definitely gave me a complete step up in my business and it, it propelled to this point where I am. It brought me here. I created a summit called Mum's Time to Shine where I interviewed 23 people, experts from all around the world, and I've never been a big follower of other people. So this was quite kind of interesting. And I got a lot of access consciousness people. I had done a modality called BARS, and which helps shifting the mistaken beliefs and the limitations and the judgments from our brains, which is the best modality. Like it's not even called a modality, but for the sake of explaining it, I'll just call it that. And I tell you what, It's like a body process and it transformed my life. Three days later, I opened Halo Healing. So my baby must have been about one and a half here. So I'd already been doing a little bit of research and I had started this kind of mum's time to shine, which was $3,000 and it was just to build an email list. I didn't know what it was. The salespeople were so amazing. I was like, whatever that is, I want it. And it was hard because I had to learn how to interview. I had to learn how to do emails and generator letters and opt-in pages and all these things. I did get a lot of help from my husband because he's techie, but I had no idea what I was doing. No idea. You can find those on YouTube. And um, it is quite funny because that was three years ago. And now here I am going, oh my gosh, (laughs) that was hilarious. I didn't know what I was doing, but I just followed the energy and it felt good and sparkly. And it helped change so many mothers' lives because I had just been through this ordeal within myself, this internal struggle, and people were signing up to this free summit. I did it for free. It was like a contribution to the world. And yeah, it felt good. It felt good giving back. And I kind of focused on giving and contributing to the world and then the energy stuff and the mediumship stuff and all of that started really turning up as I was willing to receive. I was willing to receive more. I was willing to receive the sun on my face. I was willing to receive joy and my children's giggles. And I I was starting to be a happy mum. I was starting to see that, you know, possibly my husband was struggling a little bit as well. And um, I wasn't here to fix him. I was here to fix me. 
and that no matter what happened in life, if I could come from a place of gratitude and I was willing to receive and I could actually tap into what I was perceiving and I was willing to release the crap that I had just been through and forgive myself, I knew that if I committed to myself, that no matter what happened from that day forward, it felt light and expansive, I was going to follow it no matter what. So whether that meant my husband and I didn't make it, whether that meant I went in whatever direction, I didn't matter because I was done. I was done with playing small. I was done with making myself smaller and being depressed and being so energetically exhausted. I used to have friends come over. People would come and stay from overseas and I'd say, I'm really sorry. I've got to go lie down. And they'd be like, what? It's one o'clock in the afternoon. I said, yep. I'll be back in an hour. If I don't go lie down now, it's like my body was actually going into a paralysis. It was so crazy. I remember my friend going, are you actually kidding? Like, wow, are you going to go lie down? I said, yeah, I, I have to. And I remember as my friend left one day, she said, see you, Victoria. And I was lying on the couch and my eyes were closed. And I said, see ya. I'm sorry, I can't get up. I remember that moment. It makes me want to cry because my friend had driven hours to see me and I physically could not get up to give her a hug and say, thank you for coming. I love you. I was like, goodbye, because my body was shutting down every day. It was just absolutely crazy. So when I made this commitment to myself, no matter what happens, I'm going to commit to me. No matter what happens, I'm going to choose me. No matter what happens, if I lose every single person in my life, obviously I would never lose my children because they're my children. I'll do anything for them. But if anybody else, including my husband, didn't let me go on this journey that was calling me, I, it wouldn't matter. I would not be with them. They would not be in my realm because committing to yourself is the biggest and the most important thing you can ever do in your life. Following what's right, following what's light, following what's expansive, that is how you transform your life. And this is the podcast where I'm going to show you how to do that. I just really wanted to give you a little bit of background. So today I want to have a little chat with you about releasing. So what happens if we don't release? What happens if we don't release is what happened to me? <laughs> we, we repress it. We become resentful. I remember yelling at my husband and going, you can't even hear me. You can't even see me. I remember seeing my two beautiful sisters who are my best friends walking in front of me on the road going for a walk and they hadn't invited me. They'd stopped. So why would my husband be nice to me? Why would my sisters invite me when I was like a negative Nancy? Because you attract whatever frequency you're kind of vibrating at. And I was attracting a lot of like kind of low level entities, to be honest. I was attracting bad stuff. I was attracting being broke. I was attracting putting on too much weight. I was attracting no energy. I was attracting like the a little bit of joy I had was, you know, sleeping if I got some sleep. So my daily little lie down and meditating and, um, and hairdressing. So what I actually did was I looked at myself in the mirror and I went, okay, no one's going to help you but you. What are you going to do? So I did start meditating. Every day I would make sure that before I got my kids home from care, I had got at least a 20 minute to an hour lying down and meditating. 
because I didn't want to be repressed. I didn't want to be resentful. I actually desired to be happy and I wanted to be included again. I didn't want to be the person who was sitting in the corner going, I'm so tired, I don't want to be here or just drinking to cope. I wanted to be actually me because I didn't even recognize who I was. So if you spend some time on releasing the stuff from your past. Now, when I hit that point, that was because of a lot of trauma from upbringing. And we all have trauma. Every single one of us, unless we've worked through it all, we have a certain amount of trauma. And that is because it's not just a perfect mum and dad or caregivers bringing us up. We are in a society. We do have a tribal line where the DNA has, things have been passed down and this kind of intergenerational thing has come down with us. So we hold on to other people's stuff. And I'm going to go a lot deeper into this because I'm all about energy. I'm all about entities. I'm all about spirit. I'm all about playing with energy to make change, playing with the mind and the body to get results. If we ignore these main elements and the the main like primal emotions like fear, like anger, like sadness, or the intuition, like the synchronicities and the coincidences, all that type of stuff. If we ignore that stuff, you will go into some type of repression because you're ignoring you. You're ignoring who you be. And that's what I was doing. So when I say I was depressed and it was a spiritual awakening, can they combine? Yes, they absolutely can. You can have the biggest shifts in your life when you're going through trauma. There's a lot of sexual trauma. There is a lot of a lot of things that we go through, a lot of mind things. Now, the truth is when we are born, what happens is we mimic. And for survival, we are so clever. Our brains are like the most intelligent computer in the world. And we mimic for survival. We have to learn to eat. We have to learn to walk and talk. We energetically as well, we also, our auras and whatnot, we, we read other people. There is so many different things that we're not taught. We're not taught it at school. We're taught our ABCs and our one, two, threes. We are not taught how to read people, body language, noticing the lies and agendas and motives of other people. Instead, what we do is we take them on as our own. We lock them into our bodies and then we have these emotions and these feelings and we identify them as ourselves. We identify all of these different things that we have been taking on energetically and also emotionally and physically and mentally from other people, from society, from those super close to us, we're making their stuff ours. And we wonder why we our bodies get sick. We wonder why our minds play tricks on us. We have all of these, oh my goodness, why is this happening? And we feel wonky and confused. And that is because you're not coming from your truth. You're trying to understand somebody else's on an energetic level. A lot of the stuff I teach is not cognitive. This is actually next level when it comes to perceiving. Okay. So going back to the the receiving, I will be doing a lot of podcasts on this stuff and breaking it down further, but this is just so you have an understanding of the type of stuff we're going to be covering. 
Hi guys, I've just stopped for one moment to tell you a couple of things, okay? So the Release Your Blocks program is now open and I'm so excited. So if you are willing to have more joy, to have better relationships, to have more money, and to really drop in to finding out what your superpowers are so you can complete your mission here and your purpose here on earth, this program is phenomenal. It is full of modules that help you to release all of the past limitations and mistaken beliefs that you've picked up while you've been here on earth. And it also helps you to perceive what it is that you need to know to take those next steps in your life and it also helps you to receive all of that information if you want to know more about this check out the notes and we can jump on a call and i will personally talk to you to see if you are a fit for the release your blocks program this is for people who are willing to do the work that are willing to become more conscious and that are willing to take responsibility for themselves and have a life full of abundance and joy because that is what we are here for joy and abundance and love and gratitude is all a big part of this 12-week program and i would love to talk to you to see if you're a fit so now I'll let you get back to the podcast. When it comes to trauma, it's really about noticing it and sometimes having an awareness of something traumatic that happened to you. You might have been six years old and you might have been told off for something you didn't do. It doesn't have to be a massive like you had it hiding when you were six years old. It doesn't have to be massively traumatic for it to affect you. Now, this is something I never knew. I thought because I was brought up in a beautiful family, I'm the eldest of five children. I met my husband when I was 16. Uh, We broke up when we were in our early 20s, got back together two years ago. There's trauma there. There's trauma from being in a huge family. There is trauma from living in scarcity. There's trauma for not being able to express myself emotionally. Is this my parents' fault? No. And I'm not going to feel guilty for saying there's trauma there. Because when we're functioning from guilt or shame, which on some level we all do, unless we are really great at emotional mastery, which is something that I teach as well in my Relational Blocks program. But we all function from these things. And if we can see things for what they are and we can notice it and become aware, oh yeah, when I was six years old and I got blamed for that and it wasn't me, that actually really made me feel a certain way. Okay, is that still relevant now? No, it's not. Okay, so I'm going to forgive that situation and I'm going to forgive myself for carrying that trauma. So it's really about going deeper and sitting with the trauma, noticing it, doing some forgiveness. So you can do Hapona Hapono. You can, there's a lot of information on YouTube about Hapona Hapono, but basically I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I forgive you. So if you've been through abuse or anything like that, which all of us in some shape or form have been as well, whether it's mentally or physically or sexually, doing the Hapona Hapono and not burying the stuff, but actually bringing it up. A lot of us as human beings are afraid to bring it up because we think we're going to break. But the mistake I made was not seeing it, was pushing it down, was ignoring it. And then when it came to the best time of my life, when I was having children and I finally had got back with my husband and 
um, you know, we got married and we got a house and I, I had everything I'd ever asked for. I got the house I wanted. I had the salon I wanted. I had the children I wanted. It was this beautiful, humble little life with my family around. I was miserable. I was miserable because I ignored me and I just went with my brain. I went with what I thought I was meant to be at that particular age. I thought 30 years old, you get married, you have children, you have a house, you have a business. Oh, I'm winning. My parents were so happy because that's exactly what they wanted for me. I could stop. I didn't have to go any further. And then I did. And that's a whole new episode (laughs) that we will talk about. So when we are looking at our trauma, like I say, the different types of trauma, it's really about noticing it. It's about looking at it and going, hmm, is this still relevant? Does this require a procedure or does this require a perspective change? Because the truth is, if you're still absolutely cut up about being told off for something you didn't do when you were six years old, I know there's plenty of little things like that that popped up for me when I was going through these exercises of releasing, then you're basically blocking yourself from choosing more and receiving because you're living in that fear of that six-year-old girl or boy. You're living in that fear of getting told off for something you didn't do because you didn't deal with it when it popped up. You keep pushing it down and it became bigger and bigger and bigger. And at the end of the day, if you'd said to the person, hey, did you know when you told me off over that, it actually wasn't me? And they said, oh, I'm really sorry about that. Boom, it'd be over with. And I'm not saying to go do that, but this is actually bringing up for me, really interestingly enough, as we're talking about it, for me, what happened was someone put my name up on the board when I was five or six. And I didn't, I couldn't even get over how they could write Victoria. It was crazy. And the, the teacher came in and said, you wrote? And I said, no, I didn't. And they said, yes, you did. Um, it's your handwriting. And I was like, but it wasn't me. And I remember to this day, this little girl who it was. And isn't that interesting? And that has popped up from time to time. The reason why I'm telling you this is I want you to have an understanding that it doesn't have to be that you were brought up, you know, in a poor house where you were beaten and you didn't have enough clothes or food. I mean, that's traumatizing, but it, it can be something as small as being blamed for something you didn't do. So what I actually invite you to do is to go do some journaling. I'm really big on journaling because if you bring things out on paper, or as you can see by me verbalizing this, something popped up for me. Now I can go, okay, is this still relevant? No, it's not relevant. (laughs) It's not relevant. And I can forgive the teacher. I can forgive myself for holding onto it. And I can actually forgive the situation. And thank you for showing me that. Always end things with a thank you, because if you can function from gratitude, then there is no space in there for fear, because they do not coexist. Forgiveness is a biggie, because those people that you're not forgiving, they have power over you, because you're still holding on. You still have a charge when it comes to them, okay? So with forgiveness, it doesn't have to happen like, okay, I forgive you, boom, because then it can keep popping up and up and up and up. It's about being kind of conscious when you are saying, okay, I'm going to work on this forgiveness. And you can release that physically by, I love to throw stones in the ocean and go, I forgive this person for this. And I throw the stone and I forgive you for this. I forgive you for this. And I throw stones. It's just a physical act. Or when you're running, 
you can do it as well. Little by little, okay? So can you eat a whole elephant? Yes, you can eat a whole elephant, but you have to take a bite at a time. You cannot consume the whole thing. So the reason why I hit hard in the depression and the spiritual awakening is because I asked for change. And that's exactly what I got. I take full responsibility for everything that has happened in my life. Everything. And now I know because I've done the work and I will always continue to do the work and go through it with people to help them release their blocks so they can turn up their potency to be all of them. Everybody has different desires. Everybody requires different types of coaching or different ways of releasing their trauma. And that's what this is all about. Finding a way that works for you, not mimicking of the other people. It is not relevant if you're an adult to mimic your caregivers anymore. It is not relevant for you to mimic everybody around you, but we continue to do that because it was a safety thing. So what would it take for you to stop mimicking and just take what you like and show up more as you? What can you bring to the world today? Who do you choose to be today? What would you like your relationship to be like today? How would you like to parent today? What would you like to do in your business today? Every day is a new opportunity to show up. Every single day is a new opportunity to be. And if you are functioning from any type of repression or resentment from relationships, I've seen people being in resentment of relationships because they repressed all the crap and they never discussed it with their partners for like years, for like 50 years. Why would you do that? You have not made your bed. You do not have to lie in it. You can change it. You can change the bed. (laughs) You can change the duvet. You can change where you live and what you do. I am all about changing and asking what would create more. And when I did that first summit, Mum's Time to Shine, I didn't know what it was going to bring me, but I knew it was going to bring me something. And it has brought me here right now. So you can hear this. So somebody can have an aha moment to shift their life. And that is my why. My why is that we're here in this body once. Okay. We might be multidimensional. We may be in completely different planets at the same time, whatever. But right now, right here, it's you. And this moment is going to be gone. And tomorrow is another day. And what are you choosing? Every day should be amazing. Every day should be magical. Every day you should be proud of yourself and in love with yourself beyond what anybody else is. And honestly, the moment I chose to love myself, to forgive myself, to look at my trauma and to release, to release the crap, which was the hardest thing I ever did by looking in the mirror, forcing myself to look in the mirror and go, okay, maybe it's not the world. Maybe it's you. No one can help you because you're not going to let them. You're not willing to receive. So how are you going to help yourself? So I learned that I knew spirit was there talking to me. I didn't know how to talk back. I knew I was being attacked. I knew there was some dark stuff, but I knew religion wasn't my way. I knew that I needed help. So I went searching and searching and searching. And finally, you know, I started finding soul family a soul tribe. I started finding a way to enhance my gifts. I started finding a way to help these other mums that had postnatal depression, that were depressed, that didn't know what they wanted to do, that were in codependent and narcissistic relationships. I started helping them by doing workshops that when I learned, I taught. When I learned again, I taught. 
I'm all about being a contribution. And like I say, I'm an oversharer. So stay tuned with this podcast because this is just the beginning. This is a little bit of a background of me. And the other ones will be a little bit different. We're going to dive deep into the releasing, the different ways you can do that, into the perceiving. How do you turn up your superpower? We are all unique and we have these superpowers. I know that sounds so cliche, but like, I'm so psychic. Now that I know this information about energy and entities, I can read everything. I can look at someone smiling and know if they don't know me or if they're judging me and I can read their brains. You can do that too, but you will be perceiving in a completely different way. So let's really tap into you. Let's tap into what you can do. Let's go on this journey to find out what it is that you truly desire. Are you waking up happy every day? Do you have enough money? Do you have all the money that you totally desire in the world? Do you have the home of your dreams, the man of the dreams, or the woman of your dreams? Do you have the lifestyle? Do you have the body of your dreams? Do you have these things? Because if you don't, I can guarantee you it's releasing some crap so you can be willing to receive it so then you know then once you've received it, like what you're perceiving. It is all these pillars. You can just transform your total existence. The other thing I want to leave on a little note is being the observer having awareness and actually not going into judgment, but doing the complete opposite. If everything is an interesting point of view, then we can't be in judgment. We are brought up to be in judgment. We are brought up to know what is right or wrong or good or bad. And I remember my parents distinctively teaching me right from wrong. I remember in my 20s being judgmental. I remember judging abortions, judging people that slept with other people, judging people from different churches, judging new age, thinking that crystals were evil. I had a lot of interesting points of view. I'm getting that you probably don't have those points of view now because you're listening to this. (laughs) Um, But, you know, what are your interesting points of view? What have you fixed on? You have made really real and solid to be what is right and wrong. And are you willing to release all of that? and start again from a blank piece of paper. I had a blank piece of paper when I first started this mission, and I invite you to do this as well before you do your trauma work. And I looked at it, and I said, okay, what do I know, Victoria? Write down what you know. And you know a lot. You know, you've been a hairdresser for how many years? You know a lot. You can talk until the cows come home. And I wrote one thing down, and that was Jesus. I wrote down Jesus because... I knew Jesus was real. And then I said, hang on a minute. Why do I know Jesus is real? How do I know this is real? And I crossed it out. I scribbled up the piece of paper. I looked in the mirror and I said, you don't know anything. Because everything you have been told and you have made it your own. So what do you know, Victoria? And that's where I began. That's where I truly began. And I started dropping my barriers, meditating every single day. And asking for signs and synchronicities, which were always a very strong thing for me, to lead me to my divine purpose so I could fulfill my soul's mission. And here I am now doing exactly that. I'm a full-time spiritual empowerment coach. My husband works with me. I have a team of people that help me help other people. And I burst out of my body with excitement every morning when I wake up to know that today somebody might have that aha moment. 
somebody is going to choose for themselves. Today, these people are going to find their joy and live from their love and their gratitude. And today, their ripple effect throughout their world is going to make a difference and save the world. So that is my why. And I just want to say thank you for being here. I do like to talk fast and give a lot of information, but I will be trying to break it down more so, so we can go deeper into entities and energy, mistaken beliefs, limitations, and a child perceiving. Of course, we will always go back to the releasing. And at the end of the day, it's all about the receiving. So thank you for joining me. I am beyond grateful if you're still here listening to this. Thank you. Um, Please remember, if you do desire more of this and you want to see me on Facebook Live and you want to say hello, then come over to Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook. It's a group page. Ask to be joined and I will join you. There's a couple of questions there. Also, you can follow me on Instagram with the handle Victoria Bond underscore Halo Healing. So thank you, my loves, and I am looking forward to seeing you next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.